This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, I I thought uh, with with a a little over a week out from the draft, we would take a look at what the strongest and weakest position groups are in Mm, this this draft. And uh, Lance Zierlein did this on NFL.com. I agreed with him on some of these. I kind of disagreed on a couple of others. And so let's let's go. It's a good jumping off point. We'll give his and then we'll we'll, kind of rank what we have how we would have those. Okay. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Let's run down through, through his stuff first. Uh, this is on NFL.com. He has edge defender. Number one. I don't have any qualms with that. Yeah. I mean, I th- there's gonna be high picks or depth. I think that's a pretty easy one. I'd yeah. say he has safety. Number two. I can't disagree with that. either. Wow. Interesting. Because I feel like you and I were a little late to the safety party. You know, we didn't dig into Cincinnati kid, the Maryland kid, you know, and down the list, Joseph from Illinois, all these guys that are not first round picks, but are good players until maybe a month ago, as opposed to two months ago, or maybe it's just me that was late to the party, but boy, I like this class more and more and more. I mean, star, star power mixed with instant contributors, a lot of different flavors of ice cream, you know. I mean, Brisker's a lot different than Hill. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's. It's. You know, I think you. You know, when you look at like Hill and Petre, like they're kind of on their own little thing there because they're 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 both. I think both of those guys could play cornerback too. Petre, I, I just saw this today. Looking at his alignments, I mean almost like 85% of his snaps are truly in the slot, you know? I yeah. Mean, it was the same. I mean, I mean Hill, Hill had over 500 snaps in the slot last year. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I was, those, it's those funny, guys are I was different. Like, those guys are different and seen played more deep middle than I thought too. So yeah. there's, you know, the, the alignments for safeties is an interesting thing. And I added the credit pro football focus for that one. They, they do a good job with that information. And, and I'll say this too, about the safety position. I just, I just profiled it. Um, uh, today on, on DK Pittsburgh sports that what the Steelers do that, you know, who they select there is going to tell us a lot about what they're going to going to do defensively. Yes. This year. 100%. Like if you take a guy like Hill or Petre, mm-hmm. they're probably going to play a lot more split safeties. As I think it'll to, massively change what Minka does. Right. 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 And that's a, the beauty of it. Unless you take, you know, if you get take a guy like Seen, then they're going to have Minka still be the deep guy, and he'll be the, you know, when they 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 play uh, their cover one, he'll be in the in middle, and maybe some cover one robber. That's still that kind of stuff. But if you take a Hill or a Petre, now you could do different stuff there. You could really disguise things a lot better. Side note: If they take a Hill or especially a Petre, because he's a little smaller than Hill too. Do you say you think you still talk to Edmonds? Because they're not ab- very similar. I think I think you absolutely do. Yeah, I do too. Especially um, if you can get them at a nice price, one you know, deal. Even you know. if even if even you know you could have Hill or Petre be your strong safety on on first down, and then you go to your nickel, and and then Edmonds comes in, and Petre right. or Petre or Hill drop down and play the slot. And I'm not saying Edmonds. Or vice versa. Right. I mean, you could you yeah, could yeah, have yeah, Edmonds yeah, be right. your starter and just have those guys come in when you're in your nickel and dime. Right, right, right. It just gives you a ton of options week to week, depending who the opponent is. I mean, playing against the Bengals is a heck of a lot different than playing against the Ravens. 
Yeah. Oh, there's no doubt. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're night and day. I would do that even if even let's say you went out and you and they they spent the money and signed uh, the honey badger. Mm-hmm. I would still do that. I would still. I, I it wouldn't I'd take. Still probably draft one. It wouldn't high. take. Yeah, because he's thirty. He's he could be around forever. It probably, if you signed him, it'd be a two-year deal, probably. You know, I mean, that might even be one of the sticking points if they've had conversations. Is right. He might want something longer. Yeah. Right. You know, and we don't want to have, you know cut you after a year. No, I I like the other options. I'd I'd be thrilled with this secondary or especially the safety position if they could land Petrie or Hill and still sign Edmonds. You know, and one of the nice yeah, things I think a be, defense would be scary good. Scary good. Yeah. And I don't know that Edmonds would have to play 100% of the snaps for the first time in his career either. There'll be times you take him off the field. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Third on his list is interior offensive line. Huh. I think it's good, but I, I, I wouldn't I, I think if you away from receiver. I think if you project some of these <laughs> offensive tackles to guard, which is going to happen for a lot right. of these guys, then that interior Canard. offensive line. Yeah. It does become a lot, a lot deeper. Yeah, I guess that's a good way of looking at it. I mean, it's not bad to begin with. Zion and Green are really good players. I still think Linderbaum's pretty much an elite center prospect. You know, where that it gets drafted, who's to say? But I mean, he's better than just about any center I've seen come out in a long time. And again, like Cole Strange is really good. I'm actually just pulled up Lance's position ranks. He's really high on this Logan Bruss from Wisconsin. He's calling um, Godkey. I think I've pronounced it Luke Godkey. This other Central Michigan kid is a guard. He has Gennard. Kennard is a guard. Fortner's a really good interior player. So is Dylan Parham. So yeah, I'm talking myself into that. But I do think interior O line versus wideouts a pretty good conversation. Yeah, he's lower on the wideouts than I think both of us are because at four he has cornerback. Hmm. I've warmed up the cornerback class. I think the cornerback class is pretty deep too. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it is a lot of different sizes, a lot of bigger guys in this draft though. There's, yes. There, you have your usual number of, of little guys, but there's a lot of guys that are six, one and, and bigger that, that I look at and go, man, this guy in, in another, a guy like Tariq Woolen, who's right. six, six, four, two Oh five and runs a four, two, six, 40. And we're and not talking a, about him as a first-round pick. A 42-inch vertical. Like, they're just ridiculous numbers. And you're not talking about – you're talking about him being like this, you know, the seventh or eighth best corner in this draft. Right, right, right. No, I mean, that's a really good point. Tells you about how good this is. I think we talked about this – I think we talked about it Friday. I was mentioning, you know, Dane Brugler's The Beast. And I came up with, like, 20 corners that I would have – extreme interest in you know some of them are fourth rounders third rounders you know but boy this guy could develop into a starter in a year or something like that i mean so yeah it's a good corner group and the top of the corner class is strong i mean i look at a guy like kobe bryant mm-hmm. he's a good player he's a good football player he yeah, was yeah. you know he, he was the, the you know voted the top cornerback in in college football last year now some of that was because he was playing opposite stingley and he got thrown at a lot of course but he had but he production well yeah, yeah he, it's not like he stunk they were really six, happy with what he did. 6'1", 193, ran a four four seven. I mean, what's what what don't you like about that guy? Yeah, yeah. It's and not he's, like oh, he's slow and just you know isn't going to translate to the college level. And he's probably a third round pick this year. I'm pulling up <laughs> that list now. Yeah, I mean, there's even guys like Flot at LSU that people don't talk about much that 
might end up sticking around for a while or Kalon Barnes from Baylor. He ran a four, two, three, you know yeah. I mean? And he's, and he's five eleven, one eighty three. He's not a little cornerback. No. You know? Right. I mean, there's traits there. I mean, the, the Castro fields from Penn state, Jalen um, Watson from Washington, six, two, two, one ninety seven. Yeah. Four, four, eight guy. We like, never talk about the pit kid either. Damari Mathis. I mean, yeah. Dane's got a third round grade on him. He's a shade under six feet, one ninety six, and ran under a four four. I mean, you know, like, it's it's funny. I I got asked about him at the Senior Bowl. I yeah. was talking. I was talking with a writer from uh, Buffalo. We were standing there watching the, the the rainy day, uh, the day where everybody's tucked back in underneath the 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 stadium, and I walked down to the end because everybody was crowded around the one area. So I walked down around the end, and I had the end zone view, so I could see the whole field, and the Buffalo writer was asking me, you know, about Mathis. And I said, I like Mm -hmm. him. Um, At that point, Mathis was considered a, you know, fifth or sixth round guy. And I said, I like him. He said, well, how would you compare him to the other pit cornerbacks that have come out recently? And he mentioned a couple of the names. I'm like, I think he's better than those guys. Yeah. I mean, Revis, but I mean, right. Yeah. Right. Um, You know, and I think he, you know, when he went and tested, well, I think he kind of rose up everybody's boards. I kind of liked him in this, in that area to begin with, because he's tough. He's tough, uh, and that's an Arduzzi thing, too. I mean, a yeah. lot of man coverage. And they get put media. on an island right, a lot. Right. Yeah. You know. I, I mean, I'm, I'll admit I'm not the pit follower I should be, especially as a former employee of the football team. I root for them, but I don't watch every snap like I should. And, you know, Saturday's the, the family day kind of thing during the season. But I didn't know a lot about him, honestly, until the last month or so. And, you know, now I'm more I'm studying, I'm like, why aren't we talking about him as like a, a lock in day two? I mean, he's a good player. Yeah. And there's 20 of them to your point. Right. I mean, I, we're, he's, I'm looking here at the Dane's uh, beast and he's 13th. Uh, I mean, you get down to 20 and it's Kalen Barnes. Right. 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 You know, and traits. 25 is Cordero Falat, who is, you know, a starter at LSU is 20 years old. Yeah. 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 Starter yeah. at LSU is 20 years old. You know, I mean, okay. I mean, he's not the most, <laughs> He's a thin guy with small hands, but he's he's going to be on a team next year. Yeah, you know, twenty seven is is Mario Goodrich from Clemson. I guarantee you, Mario Goodrich was a very high, <laughs> high dra- or uh, highly regarded high school kid coming into this. Like, right? He's got, he's got size. I mean, you go down Isaac Taylor Stewart from USC, six one two run ran a four four two. Yeah, he's an interesting guy too. That's a good I mean, call. it's just there's there's, there's a lot of these. There's a lot of these. It's just a, I think it's a loaded position. Yeah, I think it is too. I, I mean, uh, again, I keep thinking about receivers for, you know, for ranking these position groups, but the top of the receiver board isn't that awesome. I mean, yeah, there's no, Jamar, yeah, there's Jamar no there, chase in the mix. I'd be like, oh, there, there's no Sauce Gardner or Derek Stingley at the top of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's not even a waddle. Right. Uh, at five, he has offensive tackle. Well, I mean, we're going to see three drafted very, very high. Yeah. And maybe, maybe four. Maybe four. I, it wouldn't surprise me if Penning slips in. He's like a top twelve pick. No, me neither. I mean, were well, the Ravens going to pass on Penning? I, I don't know. You know, there's a couple spots, and certainly the Saints later in the teens. I rarely see Raymond in the mocked in the first. I just did a mock. You, I'm sure you're working on yours too for our final Steelers mock. I, I think there's a lot of landing spots for him in the bottom third of the round. Tyler Smith to me, I think has a really good chance to be a top, you know, top 40 at worst pick, but maybe much higher. I mean, there's a lot of traits there too. And there's some developmental guys. So it is a good group. Yeah. He is quarterback at six. 
I think the quarterback class has gotten a bum rap. I think it's absolutely gotten a bum rap. Bum rap. He isn't above wide receiver, though. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I mean, I think I would have a higher grade on Willis. Possibly. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I'm lying. Um, I was going to say I'd have a higher grade on Willis than any of the receivers, but we just did that exercise, our top 10 offensive players, and I just based it off a grade and did not have Willis in the top 10. So, um, but there's, I don't think it's crazy that if we have a chat, which I'm sure we will, three years from now, we look at this class and go, there was four starters out of that class. Or, I, I mean, I'm, there possibly could be five or six. I mean, I think Strong could possibly be a starter, but two of them are going to bust. I mean, I'm not going to say all of them are going to start, but we may have a conversation with like, that draft class wasn't so bad. Maybe there's not a pro bowler every year there, but there's four starters out of that class that went in the top 50 overall. Yeah, wouldn't surprise. I mean, I, I, I think – I think with a lot of the fans who looked at this, at this quarterback draft class, because none of them are going to go number one because they've gotten so used to that. Right. That, that, oh, well, they must stink if they're not number one. Right, right, right. I, I don't see it that way at all. I mean, I'm not sure I see a mid first rounder Willis aside that could turn into the not next Josh Allen or someone that's going to go at the end of the round that's going to be an MVP Lamar type of guy, you know. But um, I do think Sam Howell, who nobody seems to care about or like anymore, may end up starting for eight years in this league. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. I mean, that's just the reality of it. It's 70 as running back, still no wide receiver. I don't dislike the running back class. I don't. I, really I don't, don't either. But I would definitely have yeah. wide receiver ranked ahead of the running back class. Yeah, I would. Too. I don't even I think that's too. a discussion. I mean, it's Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker in the ATN Javante Najee tier. I would say. I mean, maybe they're the bottom two of the group, but they're in that tier, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, but. And I like the Zamir Whites, both Georgia guys, and I really like Pierce. I like the depth of the running back class more than I look at it and say there's five starters in that group. Yeah, there, there will be – but I'll bet you there will probably be at some point in the next three years five starters out of that group. Without question, because injuries and – Yeah. You know, right, right, right. I mean, there will be a fantasy week where we start seven of them. Right. At eight, he has wide receiver. It's late. I mean, it, I don't think there's star power there, but it's pretty darn deep. Yeah, I mean, no, it is. Not I'm as deep as his next position. In nine, he's got linebacker. Ooh, well, the more linebacker I think that, nine should not, a linebacker should be much higher. I might the linebacker be over running back for sure for me. Boy, there's a lot of linebackers in this class. I mean, I mean, big maybe ones, there's not a first ones. round one, right? Yeah. But there, there are, there are for, I mean, Dean and Lloyd are, are going to probably go in the first round, if not both of them, at least one of them. I, yeah, I think there'll be one, could be two. People are talking about Quay Walker going potentially ahead of both of them, which I would understand. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's linebackers. I mean, again, if you, you, you break that down like you did, like we did with the cornerbacks, uh, looking at the linebacker group, my goodness. Um, I mean, I bet there's just off the top of my head as I'm scrolling to get there, 12 to 15 that I think are starters in this league. You know, maybe not the day they walk in the, in the camp, but Dean Lloyd, Harris, Walker, Clark, when healthy, I don't know how you can't count him. Tyndall, Muma, 
uh, Trey Anderson, Troy Anderson, Chanel, you know, I mean, then there's guys like Jojo Doman, who maybe he's a safety or Malcolm Rodriguez, you know, I mean, that are going to help some teams that are looking for specific traits. Yeah. I, I just think that, uh, Brandon Smith from Penn state's interesting Darian Beavers, you know, I think that's getting sold a little, a little yeah. short, a little short. Yeah. There's some good off the ball linebackers here that can, what here's an odd question. If you waited on a scale of what's expected of each position, I might say linebackers are the most athletic group of all. And what I mean by that is I don't expect them to outrun the receivers, but as what's asked for an average NFL starting linebacker, I think these guys are more above that bar than maybe any position. I would agree with that. I mean, let's, let's put it this way. People were, were Devin Lloyd at the combine ran a four, six, six, and people were disappointed with that. Right. Oh, he's a little slow. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's almost six, three, almost 240 pounds. Yeah. Like a four, six, six at that size is really good. Uh, you know, Chad Muma at six, almost six, three and 239 pounds ran a four, six, three, like, you know, the 10 yard split on Devin Lloyd was one, five, eight. There are receivers that that don't have a 10 yard split of one, five, eight. Yeah. No, he's, he's got burst. If we're we're worried about his, his speed, then we're talking about the wrong thing here. Yeah. I I just think that, you know, Troy Anderson's ran a four, four, two at 243 pounds. You know, one, four, nine, 10 yard split. That's (laughs) flying. That's flying. Um, No, I like that group a lot. I think that's a little low. Yeah, I mean, uh, you mentioned Brandon Smith. He's a four-five-two at two hundred fifty pounds. He's an immense athlete. We never even bring him up. Yeah, I, mean, I think he was a one-year starter at Penn State. But you know, Demone yeah. Clark is is gonna be, he's gonna drop because of his his uh, back issue. I thought he was an early second rounder. I think he was my third linebacker when we did our first list, and I yeah. probably have Walker ahead of him now if he were clean. But Clark's a great prospect. You know, Jeremiah Moon's a guy that comes up a lot. He's in, interesting. In, yeah. He's, he's, he's almost 6'5", 250 pounds. He ran a 4'7", 6", which Here's is another name really good for that. We haven't talked about a lot, too. I'm scrolling through lists here. DeMarco Jackson from App State. Yeah. I think he's a good player, too. I mean, 6'1", 230. He ran a 4'5", 5", and nobody seemed to notice, you know, like that's because like, that's not fast enough. But he can fly. He's all over the field, too. I mean, I think there's 15 guys that may end up being starters or so. Yeah, I think it's a really good class. I, I think yeah, I agree. Being sold a little short. Tight end comes in at number 10. Tight end would be last for me. I'm not sure what's what – is, is there any left? Yeah, interior defensive line is 11. Interior D-line. Tight ends aren't I, very good. I could agree with that. I, I, think, I think interior defensive line is pretty slim. I don't think it's great. I mean, I'm not going to fight you on that. They would definitely be my bottom two. And I know there's two – I just think there's a lot more starters that de-tackle. The Winfrey's and those type – maybe a Farrell, those type of guys, then I see a tight end. Yeah. It's if, a little bit oranges, If, if Friar Moose were in this draft, he might be a first-rounder with this tight end group. Yes. I think he'd clearly be tight end one. Yeah. I, I was actually – I forget who I was listening to. That I was Phil Sims – or Chris Sims, I'm sorry. He made a really strong case and a guy that I like a lot for Jeremy Ruckert 
to be the best tight end in this draft. And I thought that was interesting because his point was, if Ruckert's at Colorado State, he catches as many balls as McBride. You know what I mean? Ohio Ohio State doesn't throw to their tight ends at all, but every one of them end up going to the the NFL and, you know, having seven, eight, nine-year careers. Yeah, and he's a physical guy. He's he's one of the only true blockers. You know, I mean, they have three first-round receivers. One's not even to come out this year. And then there was another name that I didn't know real well, but listening to that, I thought was really interesting. Do you know much about James Mitchell from Virginia Tech? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He he didn't play much last year. Very limited film. But the film you see of him is very good. Like, he may be a fourth or fifth round pick that we talk about a year from now. Like, hmm, I'm starting James Mitchell in fantasy. Yeah. No, I don't. I I mean, I I think he's interesting. Uh, Mm -hmm. Got decent size. Um, I like the kid out of San Diego State, Bellinger. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's almost 6'5", 253, um, and, and is a blocker. Uh, I, I think that there's no star in this tight end draft class, and it's, and it's not – I don't think there's anything close to a star in this tight end And class. it's not super deep, but there's right. a lot of there's a lot of like guys who are going to go between rounds three and five. As, yeah. As usually happens. This seems to be the tight end class every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, the pitch things is just an anomaly. Yeah, that's what they, this class just doesn't have that first round guy. Mm-hmm. And do you agree? Has, I mean, I think it has, 10, it has 10 guys that are going to be in the in the NFL for the next eight years. Yeah. And some of them will quote be starters. Some of them won't be in there on third and one, but they'll be in there on third and nine. You know, I mean, or they're rotating with the guy or, you know, a lot of double tight end sets that they're very involved in or, you know, maybe four or five true starters. But yeah, as I'm looking at the list here, there's probably 10 that I would say would be very welcome additions to any team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's easily. Uh, yeah. Um, so if we were re-ranking, if we were doing our rankings on this, um, I don't think. Assume offense and defense. Uh, okay. Who's your, what's the best position on offense? <sighs> <laughs> tight ends last yeah tight ends last i would probably say offensive tackle yeah for me i was saying between I would tackle just, and interior yeah one of the two maybe maybe those two are one and two yeah either I'm way cool you that. Look at, depends on how many of the tackles end up being guards mm-hmm. <laughs> largely um, the other three are pretty similar to me receiver quarterback i'd probably put receiver third then quarterback running back tight end Okay, I might put running back at a quarterback, but basically I agree. Defense has to be edge first. Yeah, edge is first. I can't disagree with safety being two. Safety versus corner versus linebacker is not easy for me. Not easy. Yeah, very similar. And D tackles last, but I don't think it's awful. No, I, I think they're all solid. I mean, mm-hmm. I think this, that's the strength of this draft, without a doubt. Yeah. If you're and in again, this, that, if you're in this draft on... looking for immediate offensive help, you're Mm, it's going to be a bit of a, a stretch yeah. in some cases. I, I know that our the two of ours and Mike Pursuta's top 10 offensive players went up on Steelers.com this morning. I think I assume defense will go up tomorrow. Defense is much better. <laughs> it just really is. Yeah, and it was much I mean, easier. Much easier. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there would have been – my 15th-ranked defender would have been in my top 10 offense. Yeah, maybe your 16th or 17th. Maybe, yeah. And probably would have been a little while until an offensive guy got on the defensive list. Well, and I think that's going to play out in the top 10 picks in the draft. I think you'll, you'll mm-hmm. have maybe three tackles. Yeah. And then the other seven guys will be defensive players. 
Yeah. I mean, I think wide receiver is a wild card to like the Jets or Falcons, but I like the receiver class. I think the receiver class is going to go fast and they're going to get a little overdrafted. You know, like Drake London and Garrett Wilson are fine, but they're not really top 10 picks overall, in my opinion. No, I can't disagree. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's a uh, pretty good. So, a lot of receiver needy teams. Absolutely. Because nobody wants to pay them. That's pay. The, right. 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 You know, you it's like three and you need five and, you know, it's easier to, to get the cheap guy and go with him, but uh, we're going to take another break. When we come back, it's mock draft time, Matt. We should probably do a mock draft every day now leading up. Yeah. To- I'm cool with that. Yeah. So we'll do that when we return. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the drive here on Steelers nation radio. <laughs> 